On this episode of the Stance Podcast, we're joined by professional skateboarder Chris Cole. Erica, can you tell us a little bit about Chris? Yeah, so Chris Cole is a professional skateboarder from Philly, and he's uh, one of Stance's punks and poets. He's one of the first guys that was a part of our brand, so he's a good friend of ours. And he came in to tell us the story of the first time he went to Russia on a skate premiere tour for Fallen. And the story takes place in a CD bar with loud music, the Fallen team, super fans, and lots of alcohol, which resulted in fists flying. So from our studio in San Clemente, California, this is the craziest day of Chris Cole's life. All right, welcome to the Stance Podcast. I'm Erica Yeri, alongside with my co-host, the amazing Hava Fernandez. Hello. <laughs> Yeah, you sound you sound excited. Hello. So, uh, yeah, today's already been a good day, and uh, thanks for coming to the studio to our friend Chris Cole. Hey. Um, hey, we're hey. we're excited you're finally here. We've been uh, wanting to get you on the podcast for a little while. These uh, haven't come out yet, and they're going to start trickling out. Then yours will come out in a timely manner, unlike a lot of the ones we've been doing. So, tried oh, and true. I thought I was just like out of the loop. I thought <laughs> no. I was out of the loop, and I was like, "Yeah, the Stance Podcast, totally, yeah." <laughs> no, no, you are certainly in the loop. You're in the loop. In. Cool. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, you guys are making me look like I'm totally looped in by being here before it's out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's excellent. You're very important to have on on the docket. For so, how many have you done? Uh, nine. We've done eight or nine. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So yeah, you're you're top ten. So you are you are ten. <laughs> you're Chris the decade Cole. Well, I guess it make I, I guess you have to figure out how good this one's gonna be. Ooh. You might have I mean? to move some around, you, you shuffle have, them around. Well, you might have to send this one to the back. <laughs> it depends. <laughs> well, uh, the theme of this season is the craziest day of my life. Um, which we're saying it's a theme of the season, but realistically it might just be the show because it's been really great and we're having like so much fun with it. So, well, uh, there's so many people with so many crazy days. Exactly. So you could kind of do it for a really long time. Yeah. I don't think that there, it's kind of like a great formula that we're probably going to stick to. So, well, the tricky thing though would be that, um, you know, if you put somebody like Tommy Lee on. <laughs> Everybody else after that's just like, oh, what's the purpose? Yeah, yeah. You know, like they the old, uh, the old skateboarder magazines used to have like the injury list. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. It would be like right side, center, left side, and the first few that they did, it was like Tony Hawk, Danny Way, Rodney Mullen, and we were just like, yep, that's it. You killed it. We can't. Everything is happening. Everybody else looks like a wuss. Yeah, <laughs> and that's it. So, did you oh, well, did you ever have one of those? I did have one of those. What was the worst? What was the worst injury on there for you? Well, I guess it was a kind of a long time ago. It right? was a it, dude. It was a long time ago, but it was still, um, you know, a lot had happened by that point. The worst one's knocking out your front teeth. Oh, because I knocked them out in seventh grade, and then. Um, well, your teeth look flawless now. Well, thank you. That, that's. They That's grew post. back. That's post. I knocked them out in seventh grade. They, they grew dumped, back great. Got dumped by my girlfriend. Uh, got Aww. got a you like the worst coming, the worst family dentist like tooth job ever. Um, <laughs> they gave it, you like baby yeah, teeth or something. It took like dude. It took two months of like dental surgery to oh. get it done, and then they were so jacked forever. So all those old photos of me like. You know, in the early part of my career, my teeth are super jacked because of that. And then once I had my son, I was like, dude, I need to get my teeth fixed. So 
I went and got all the four front teeth like fixed because they were all chipped from gravel and fake and yeah. That sounds painful by itself. Oh my god! I mean, they also like cut off like a quarter inch of gum on the roof Ugh. of my on the roof of my mouth, and then like had to cauterize it so you smell your own flesh like no. right in your nose. It was terrible. Smell and taste it. It's so right bad. Torture. Too. It's Whoa. so gross. That's that is gross. Yeah, wear a mouth guard, everyone. <laughs> Or mouth guard when you skateboard. Yeah, or just keep your hand on top of your face <laughs> the entire time you skate. Like you're watching a scary movie. Just look through your fingers. When 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 you knocked him out, what were you doing? Your board hit you <clears throat> in the mouth? No. Oddly enough, is my board has hit me in the mouth multiple times. Um, trying to frontside no slide a handrail for the first time, landed like on the like with my foot on the tail and pop my boards popped up. And the nose has hit me directly in the center of my lips and not knocked out any teeth more than once. Yeah. But I tried to do a a big spin kickflip off of a ramp that I made out of like a piece of plywood and some bricks all by myself. And, uh, (laughs) and no one was there with me. Tried to big flip, landed facing kind of backwards, board shot out, feet went up in the air, face at the ground like a baseball bat. Yay. Yeah. And I thought that I just uh, like, I thought I just blinked and then opened up my eyes and I could see my tooth in front of me. No. Yeah. I swear to God that actually happened. But, uh, but in hindsight, I was knocked out for God knows how long, Oh, you know, I blinked, Yeah, but time passed. (laughs) I know the feeling. You've been knocked out. I have been knocked out, but we'll save that for a separate episode. <laughs> nice. But I do know the feeling. It's uh, it's a blink. Yeah. And everything seems normal for a second. And yeah. And you see that tooth or you see and some blood or whatever yeah. it is. Well, the, the, once, you, once you see blood and you pass out because you see blood, it's a different knockout. It's weird. Like yeah. knocking out from like smashing your face is like black blink and then passing out because you're like... Woozy. Like woozy from needles or giving blood or something is a white curtain. And it's like a white curtain and you hear everybody talking and you feel like you just kind of like lost vision, but you're okay. But it turns out that you're completely passed out and you're not hearing shit. You're yeah. hearing the memory of hearing shit. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> well, hasn't happened for me yet. Well, regardless, you know teeth of. are looking <laughs> great. <laughs> no, yeah, that I know of. Teeth are looking great <laughs> yeah. in 2017. Yeah. So it's Thank all you. part of the past. Yeah. It's true. Today we're here to talk about your craziest day. Yeah, did you? Did we've, you've had some time to think about it. Yes. I've summoned you for this show for a while. Hey, I can only yeah, imagine there have been a handful, if not many, interesting yeah. episodes in the life of Chris Cole. I think so we're excited I, to hear about <laughs> the one you've selected for the it's, show. You know what's funny is like I didn't really think about it. I like, you know, have kind of... I've had a lot of days, but usually people have to remind me of what they were. Because <laughs> you know? of the knockouts or? <laughs> Maybe because of the knockouts, but <clears throat> like I have, if I do remember it, I remember a lot of detail, but it's like the filing cabinet of my brain has just been pushed over. So I need to find the file. And once I find the file, it's like, and this, and this, and yeah. this, like I, I have it, but finding it's difficult. That's why I usually need help finding it. But, uh, yeah, I do have a craziest day. And how do you want me to go about that? <laughs> <clears throat> you tell, so, so maybe you can tell us, like, what 
year it was and kind of like, and, and you can lead up to it as much as you'd like. Also, you can say like, okay, if, if there's a, if there's like a week that led up to this day that you were dreading or whatever, you know, I'm not really sure. Let me tell you all about it. Let me fucking, <laughs> I gotta, man, I, I gotta fucking Google shit. <laughs> Perfect. We'll no, take, we'll do, let's play the Jeopardy music right now. The, We'll take a quick commercial break and we'll be back in just a moment. A stance commercial in the stance podcast. Today's episode brought to you by McDonald's.com. Oh my God, that would be a direct, direct to consumer McDonald's. Gigantic contract right there. Yeah, it was funny. Uh, the gal that was just See, in here doing that. the podcast before you, she she's like kind of like me in the sense, and probably likely, I'm not sure about you, but anti fast food, but she is a stunt woman and did the fast food commercial for McDonald's. She didn't think her face was going to be in it. The whole thing is about her. She's like the star of it. No way. They had her like walked us through, but it was kind of like, it was kind of like an extreme sports, kind of like a, like a jackass meets nitro circus Mm -hmm. type situation where they had like a, basically like a makeshift. They basically tried to kill her in 11 different ways and had her drop in on like a golf cart, like roll into it on a golf cart and like air it out. Mm -hmm. Rollerblades with her crotch on fire, like crazy things. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So it was pretty. I mean, who story. doesn't? <laughs> I mean, really. I mean, if you you haven't lived, if you haven't rollerbladed with your crotch on fire, <laughs> truly. I feel like that's a that's a STD commercial waiting <laughs> to happen. Is like because they always have somebody like rollerblading or skating a longboard off in slow motion into like a sunset because they're no longer worried about their STD because of this medication. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like. You know, Triversa. Yeah, yeah like now, now you're solid. Valtrex. Like, <laughs> yeah. don't worry about those herpal outbreaks. Cruise into the sunset because you don't even have to worry. Wink about at it. the camera. Yeah, right off on your yeah. longboard. You're cleared for sex. <laughs> uh, <laughs> All right, so you were just doing some googling. I was to okay. give us some backstory for your craziest day of your life. Yeah, I needed Google to be that reminder. Um, okay, so the year is 2008. And we are on the Ride the Sky premiere tour, which is Fallen's uh, video that we put out. It was a great video. Well, thank you. Um, It's actually the only video part that I feel like 100% about. There's not really a trick in there that I'm like, ugh, should have left that out. Mm -hmm. It's the only one ever. Cool. Um, So... Anyway, we worked on this video super hard for a long time. And so when it finally was premiering, we did a premiere tour around the world. And so for three weeks, we flew from like city to city, like major cities all around the world just to show the video in a movie theater. And then we would move on the next day. Uh, Needless to say, it was basically just us drinking. For, (laughs) you know, everywhere we'd go, they'd have, they'd have beer and liquor and you have to bring the party. You have to bring the party because these people are excited to see you. Totally. So, yeah. So like it's exciting and like we're the, the dudes. So we would get into a town and we'd skate during the day for a little bit. And then we would just start drinking pretty, pretty early in the night and just go on. So at the third week of being drunk, we ended up in Russia and we were in St. Petersburg, Russia. And we, uh, we had premiered the video. Everybody's gotten properly hammered and we go out 
to like hang out. It's the last stop of the tour. And we go out to hang out and uh, hit a bar. And our, you know, the whole crew is, is, is pretty well blacked out at this point. We go to this bar, this like club situation. It's pretty big, pretty big bar. And so we're just like getting, getting there. And Ian Berry, who is our uh, team manager at the time, and also like my bestie from Philadelphia, yeah, is the TM and has long hair at this point. So he's at the bar and he's drinking, and this guy is like next to him, and this guy starts broing down with us, like a Russian, and, guy. yeah, a Russian dude starts broing down with us. So fucking stoked that we're there. Just keeps giving us shots. Oh, so shots. he was a fan. It just wasn't a random person. Totally. And so he just keeps giving us shots. And uh, Were you drinking vodka? Of course we were drinking vodka. <laughs> and so um, at a certain point, we had to like start throwing shots over our shoulder, like pretending that we're getting them, <clears throat> to which I do actually have a photograph of Ian <laughs> throwing it over his shoulder while everybody's taking shots, looking at the camera, and you see the flash through the the liquid flying over yeah, his shoulder yeah. onto somebody else. Um, Seabass and, and the boys. <laughs> yeah. Who's <laughs> a dead man that hit me with a salt shaker. So anyway, this guy's so stoked that we're there. And his girlfriend is the bartender. And she's hot. And so he's like, arm around Ian. Just, dude, I'm so fucking stoked you're here. You got to make out with my girlfriend. And he's just like... <laughs> I'm sorry, what? And he's like, dude, you got to make out with my girlfriend. And so Ian's like, like looks at her and she's just like, yep. And so he just leans over and just makes out with this dude's girlfriend across the, across the bar. Legit. Okay. Legit. Like a <laughs> legit make out. And then, uh, and then pulls away from her and the dude arm right back around Ian is just like, dude, you're the sickest Jamie. Fully thinks it's Jamie oh. Thomas the whole time. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, which, I mean, Jamie's married, so it's, it's already bad. Um, and then... Oh, wow. Yeah, I could see the resemblance for Ian and Jamie Totally, the because uh-huh. they, they have the same color hair. He has long hair. He's on the premiere tour with us, like, whatever. And then, so... Is Jamie there at the bar? Jamie is not at the bar currently. Jamie is back at the <laughs> hotel currently. So Ian is, like, for sure Jamie in this dude's eyes. Yeah. Oh, no. Immediately after that, there's a stage, and everybody's dancing on the floor and on the stage. And this one, like, kind of, uh, like, kind of like a hipster dude is, like, trying to make everybody, like, the the brunt of his joke, right? So he's dancing all crazy, like, like, running into people, like, elbowing people and shit, and just being an asshole. And so Mike Gilbert, our filmer, is up on stage, and he's like, dude, this motherfucker just like elbowed me in the face. And he's like pissed about it. And then he goes yeah. back out and the dude does it again. And he comes over to us and he's just like, dude, fuck that guy, man. And Ian, who had just made out with the bartender, <laughs> goes, that guy? And then walks up onto stage. And by this point, the dude's just like, like kind of just hanging out there on the stage. And Ian walks up next to him and goes, points to points to the dude, looks at us, goes, this guy? And Mike's like, yep. And Ian just pours a beer on his head. Oh, instantly. No. oh here we go. So we the go. moment he pours a beer on his head. Um, the guy's like, Jamie Thomas just poured a beer on my head. Uh, <laughs> no, yeah, you, you wish that happened. Yeah, um, the moment he pours a beer on his head, he 
is immediately like grabbed by people and yanked off a stage. The dude that grabbed him initially, Mike Gilbert, is already up and fighting on stage at the bar. And then the guy who had the beard dumped on his head is trying to jump in on that fight. So I run out and grab this dude. Can, can you describe if these guys are like big or kind of like... They're just like just average dude. Average size just dudes. Average, 5'10", 11, Yeah, just average something. man. Yeah. You know? Um, and so I grab the dude that is like trying... That just got the beard dumped on his head. I push him off of the stage and he like tries to like grab a bunch of people. Wait, the stage? Like, is it a big drop? It's a fucking stage. Oh, it's a full stage. Like, it's a stage. straight up four foot stage. <laughs> yeah. Like, no shit. Like, theater, theater stage. stage. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay. And I push him and he just goes backwards trying to like stop himself on all these people. No luck, just falls flat on his back. And then I just stand there like, all right. And this dude climbs right back up. And right when he gets up on stage, I push him right back down. <laughs> Uh, he tries to like grab up, like grab my arms and stuff. Just nothing, just flat to his back again. Really quickly, is this the same spot that you guys were having the premiere at in Russia? No, this or? is not the same spot. Okay, okay. Thank goodness. This yeah. is a this is. <laughs> yeah, a I was bar. just curious if pandemonium was breaking up. No, no, at at the premiere. Yeah. Um, no, no, that that's a different story. <laughs> um, but uh, so I I push him flat to his back two times, and meanwhile everybody's still fighting on the stage. Ian is still fighting out in the crowd. Billy Marks is clotheslining people with a drumstick <laughs> against his forearm. Um, <laughs> yeah. And uh, so I push him off the stage a second time. He goes flat to back, and I'm like, well, this is stupid. I'm just going to stand up here. So I jump down, kneeling, like, kneeling above his chest and just light him up and just start punching him, like, through his guard for days, just basically sitting on his chest. Um, and uh, so I, I punched this dude until he definitely wants nothing to do with being punched again. Um, and that's when I look up and I see Ian being choked from behind by somebody. And he's punching two different people. <laughs> and he's getting punched in the face by a girl. Oh, wow. At that time. I remember this, like, there's just a picture in my brain of that moment. And so I see that, and I immediately jump up and think, I got to get the guy that's choking him, yeah, right? Yeah. So I immediately run in, grab the dude that's choking him, and, like, clinch his head. And uh, I, pull it, I pull it, like, down between my forearms in, like, a Muay Thai clinch. And he's backing up through the, like, through the crowd as I'm, like, kneeing him in the chest but I'm like trying to get him to back up enough that I can knee him in the face. And, uh, and as we're backing up through the crowd to, to make that happen, immediately like a hand grabs me on the shoulder and it's a security guard. And he's like, no, no. And I was like, what? And I like let go of the guy. And the guy was the security guard that was choking in. So at that moment, I'm like, dude, for sure I'm getting knocked out right now in Russia by these two bouncers. Not Instead, a good situation. Yeah, it's a terrible situation. Instead, they just go, you have to leave. And I was like, okay. And the lights immediately go on, and the DJ plays BC Boys, you got to fight for your right to party on our way out. Oh, wow. That actually, Classic. That actually happened. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and then we went out front, and, uh, and Mike Gilbert and Tommy started fighting, and 
the other crew was like across the street watching us like unhinged, like fighting each other. Like, what is wrong with these people? The cops, Vodka. the cops came and Vodka. nobody said a word to each other. We all just kind of like walked in different directions slowly. So the cops didn't know like who the hell was even in the altercation. And then all reconvened. And our tour guide was like, that was crazy. Let's go to the next bar. And we we're like, fuck yeah, let's go to the next bar. Yes. And so we, we walk and then he turns in the next door. It's like directly <laughs> next the door. Next bar. And it's just an empty, <laughs> like sad Western saloon style. There's like a couple people, but like elbows on the bar, just drinking by themselves with their head <laughs> down. And it's connected to the other bar. So we walk in that bar, see the door, walk right back into the bar. We just got in a fight in. And security's like, you fucking serious? Get the hell out of here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, uh, and then from there, I went to, uh, I wanted to see Red Square before I flew out. So at like two in the morning, I went to, uh, I went to Red Square and showed up. There's no one on the streets whatsoever, but there is a wild of pack, like there's a wild pack of mutts across the street, like, like German Shepherd, Pitbull, Mix. Oh, no thanks. And they're just staring at me, five of them. And, and they're I'm, hungry. And I'm, <laughs> and I'm just, they're staring at me from across the street. And I'm like, dude, I'm going to get fucking mauled to death right now. And so I ran down into a uh, subway. And it was just like one of those bridges to the other side of the street. Mm-hmm. And I was like, dude, if they walk down the other side, I'm totally fucked. And uh, nothing happened. Wow. Just Pretty you solid. had to escape the, the, the dog pack. I just had to escape being mauled by dogs after getting in a fight. And I still made my flight the next day. Champion. Yeah, mm-hmm. I've, yeah, you're pretty good at making your flights, even on very little sleep, et cetera. You know what's crazy? It's like recently I've missed a couple. And no. that's so fucking rare. Like yeah. for me to miss a flight, like it's... I'm, you got to go big. Dude, yeah. I mean, <laughs> there was one time I was like with Atiba in New York. We were going pretty hard at uh, at Max Fish. Was there a, what do you call it? What's that liquor he always drinks? At? Oh, Jaeger. Jaeger. Oh, Was there Jaeger involved? Totally. That's, oh. my, that's my game, too. Oh. Yeah, that's a flight missing. Good luck. Fuel, right? They, yeah. they say that's dancing with the devil. It's a normalizer, <laughs> you know, just full men in black, just like, <laughs> just amnesia. Um, yeah, I've missed my flight because of that. And he was saying it that night, too, at Max Fish. He was like, dude. You're not making that flight. And I was like, I always make my flight. And then I hit him up in the morning, like two hours after my flight was supposed to take off. Like, hey, man, I missed my flight. Just woke up. What are you doing for breakfast? Yeah. And then yeah. I went to breakfast. With him. So so back to the original kind of standoff in the in the uh, Russian bar where the fight began. Yeah. How many of you guys were there, like with the premiere tour at the... At the, bar. At the like, actual bar. This thing, when you mentioned there was a stage fight, was this like a full-on like Griswold-style <laughs> bar brawl? Totally. Were there like a couple people fighting? I mean, it was. I mean, fighting. Was like there was our, no one in that bar that wasn't watching this fight or being part of it. Is what one hundred percent because it was like wildfires. There were everywhere, but I mean, out of our crew, it was like, it was like Billy, and so I mean. He fought a couple people, and then <laughs> Ian, who was fighting a couple people, Mike Gilbert was fighting some people. I was fighting some people, and uh, so Jamie never was there. Jamie wasn't even there. 
Um, Slash was there and T-Guns was there. Um, but I don't think Slash or T-Guns were involved in the altercation whatsoever. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't... I'm almost I, positive of that. But yeah, that was... Uh, I could see Tommy going in for uh, sure. Well, that's the funny thing. I, he, wasn't, he wasn't involved, so they... Uh, so he and Mike Gilbert had words about it afterwards, all wasted, and then they started like wrestling in the street. <laughs> I mean, I can just imagine Amazing. a bartender from behind the bar seeing, seeing quote unquote Jamie Thomas in a fight with three people, being like, "No, Jamie." Yeah. I know. You know, like that was my ticket out of here. Yeah, yeah, that was my ticket. <laughs> we made to out. America. I made out with that guy. <clears throat> um, yeah. I mean, that's that's kind of like. It's not the craziest day, but it's a pretty wild night. Do you have another story from that tour? Oh, my. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I mean, is that kind of like the exclamation point on, like, all things wild with that Fallen tour? Or is that uh, I mean, that, that part was, of the course? That was kind of like, I mean, we don't get in, like, fights ever because they suck. Getting in fights sucks. Yeah, yeah. You, totally you don't really feel like the, totally the fightiest kind of guy. No, I, I fought a lot when I was a young kid, but I don't... It definitely... As a grown-up, I'm like, yeah, it totally sucks. You know? Like, the anxiety of getting in a fight totally sucks, and then... Well, like, and people pull knives and stuff now, and... Totally. The last thing I want is, like, to, like... I mean, seriously, on, like, a super mellow tip, it's like... You get like your teeth knocked loose, yeah, and you have to go fix that all because you didn't agree with this dude that was totally inconsequential to your wife in the yeah. long run. Yeah, yeah. let's yeah. fight it out. This town's <laughs> not big enough for the two of yeah. us. I'll never see you again. It's California. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> but you you lived in Philadelphia for a long time, and you know, Rocky. That's true. You know, yeah, yeah. Everybody wanted out ev there. Everybody wanted to be Rocky out there. I want to be Rocky. It's funny because you wanted to be Rocky and at the same time you wanted to be uh, Bruce Lee. Yeah. So you wanted to have like fucking the speed and skill of Bruce Lee, but you wanted to have like the blue collar boxing grit of Rocky. Yeah. Which, I mean, that's the ultimate fighter. And and just the comedic chops, really, for <laughs> Rocky. Well, it, sounds, it sounds like you had some of those hardwired in from a young age on I, the uh, stage, pushing the guy off twice and then kneeling over his chest and uh, I think breaking as a, him down. I think as a skater, you kind of, well, I, no, I guess not. There's a lot of great skaters that are total wusses. But, um, but a lot of the skaters have, like, kind of quick processing brains, you know? Yeah, So it's like to. as, like, shitty as it is to get in a fight, like, you have a little bit of a better, um, like, Intuition. initial reaction as to, like, shit's happening now. Yeah. So... Have you uh, have you seen many other skateboarders get into fights where you're like that dude could probably kick my ass? Oh, because uh, you're you're like I think that people probably look at you like Chris Cole could kick my ass for sure. Like I think most dudes people have said that to me, which is funny. I think you. Which is funny you I'm I would probably be, put I my money on you. This podcast without Chris Cole kicking my ass. Have <laughs> flipping tables and kicking asses. But no. if it's about like okay, like I think about X amount of skateboarders that I mm -hmm. know and stuff, you're on the uh, the 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 upper, you know, ass kicking scale. Ass kicking scale. You're well, on. Thank you're on the you. I mean, I'm, <laughs> I've never been so flattered. Um, <laughs> oh, good. It no, happens yeah, here. I mean, dude, there there are some like there are some dudes that are just you can tell that they are extremely efficient. 
you know, like who, who have you seen? Have you seen? Uh, man, I, I can't like think of anybody I've seen actually get in a fight, but I mean, Beeble obviously yeah. would would be. A, a I could just see him throwing. Deal. He could people. beat up a whole room. Totally just throwing, throwing people. people. <laughs> um, Rally would be. Oh, he's English. So the English, you can't underestimate the English. Totally. Very scrappy. Very. Yeah. Yeah, Rambunctious. Um, There's the video of Mike V kind of beating up like a whole. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh, the old school Mike V stuff. Dude, what's crazy about Mike V and the other friends that I have that have a temper like that is they feel like they grow. So like they get in the altercation, they get mad and the person starts shrinking and they start growing into like a like big a monster full, full in their yeah. fucking brain. They go full and like, so like if you think about it from that perspective, for sure you're fighting those four dudes. Of course those four you're doing puny that. little dudes. Of that course. These, these little dudes like, yeah, I'll light this dude up and then light this dude up. And like general rule of thumb is one dude is enough. Two dudes, you're going to lose. Yeah. yeah. Every time. Unless you're like that. Oh, especially if everyone's kicking and stuff. The kicking. Well, you ne- never go to the ground if there's multiple people. Yeah. You, but, I mean, not going to the ground is pretty rough, especially with, like, UFC being so big now and everybody wants to do Brazilian jiu-jitsu, which is super-duper effective. I just didn't really like doing it. When At a bar? <laughs> I, didn't like, I, didn't, I didn't really like doing it. Like, when I took martial arts, I didn't like doing it that much because... It was like, yeah, I was just rolling around with this dude, like, like while you're learning and you're like really just learning the ropes, you're not rolling around with like an intention as much as you're just like, okay, what comes next? And you're like listening, but you have like this dude in like a warm embrace. And you're yeah. just like, like, this is just comfortable. Well, also his, so his, his junk is like on your chest <laughs> in like workout pants. You can like feel his junk on your chest. Yeah. You're like, this sucks. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Um, it, it, it did. And like, it's, it's funny. I'm not like, I'm not homophobic. It's just because, because, yeah, because I'm, because I'm also not a gay man. I don't, (laughs) you don't, I don't don't really desire it. I don't desire it. it. Skateboarding doesn't typically put you in the position to have, I don't know, a nutsack on your chest. Yeah. I mean, touche. Yeah. Pretty much. Not commonly. It's happened. I'm sure. But James Hardy would be a rough one. He's like the strongest dude ever. As far as like, as like far as, he's kind of like outdoorsman and yeah, you know, like rough, I mean, we used to go to spots and he would just bend the wrought iron fence with his like bare hands so that we could climb through if it if it was a hard fence to jump, mm-hmm. we just climb through once he'd bend it and then he'd bend it back. Alabama strength, dude. Hands. I mean, lift a tractor strength. Yeah. yeah, he's in like the bonus part of a uh, of ride the sky, like swinging on a rope swing. If you watch that footage, look at his shoulder blades. Just scary. Just there's like muscles all over those things. Yeah, he doesn't work out, but he was like, he's built like he's been chopping wood for thirty the, years, forever. and he's twenty two like, years he's old. He's basically Paul strength. Bunyan. He's yeah. basically Paul Bunyan. Yeah, I mean, he <laughs> threw like a Nerf turbo, like a soft football, like so hard in the <laughs> office that it broke pieces. drywall. No, I swear <laughs> that shit happened. Wow. He's also high-fived people and broken blood vessels in their hands. Oh, like, come on. That hurts. Dude, it's terrible. I don't <laughs> high-five him. No. These are like He's my dog, but I just like... that you're yeah. confirming yeah. right now. Oh, totally. That has uh, all happened. Like, like, people have banned him from high-fives. 
Yeah, that's yeah. not Darren I don't Howard. Like that. Darren Howard's like, I'll never high five you again. I don't like the aggressive. There's like a handful of skateboarders that do the really aggressive high fives. I'm like, dude, ch- chill out. I mean, like, I like I'm I like witnessing it. I don't like, you know. You're telling me unexpectedly yeah. getting like a rocket high five. It's that's, painful. That's what it is. That's what it is. It's like um, they come in with like a a darting hand, like a swimmer. And then just whip it into high five at the last minute, so you have like max speed into your fucking into your yeah. high five. And like, I'm your friend. I'm your friend. Stop breaking and my blood vessels. I please. can get stoked with you if you just land a trick and you're like, fuck yeah. But still, throw a governor on that shit because I'm my Human. adrenaline's not going. And either I go away from that high five, and it's not a good, it's not a high five because it's like weird. Yeah. Or I go into it, and then it's just like. Cool, we both broke our index finger. Yeah. <laughs> like we we both have broken fingers now. <laughs> cool. Yeah. I um, don't know what what I dislike more than like getting a handshake that do, either doesn't shake your hand or they give or you the, oh, the dead fish. They, the, the dead, dead fish, fish or the Canadian handshake which is like the kind of princess handshake. Do you know what I mean? Like Oh yeah, I that, know exactly that's awful. what you mean. I got Canadian. one of those yesterday from someone I had just met and it, it was just she gave me a straight hand with zero grip and I was just like really? I hate it. Do you I want me to it. kneel, madam? Well, the, the the zero grip is like, it's not a it's not a mutual handshake. It's a, it's a accepting their body part. You know, <laughs> direct. I've, Take I've, this. I've had the thumb tucked in. No. Like that they go creepy. to handshake and then creepy. their thumb is in there, and I'm just like, no. like this is like them saying, "Hold me." And it's just a little. Or just take me for all I or am. Just, or just like. Like an alien that's like yeah. pretending to be a human. That's just like, <laughs> I've seen people okay, do this. Okay, we're doing this. Is it right? And they just stuff their thumb in, and There's they're like, no, "That's how you do it." They, that that, that person has no parents <laughs> at all, and if they do, no, their parents they're, did they're it all wild, wrong. They're wild woods person. <laughs> There's no way you. Your parents taught you how to shake a hand, right? My dad like. No, showed me how to. No, shoot. my parents really? aren't from America. They no, I don't have a dad that. from America. So, oh, must be nice. No, mine aren't. Aren't. Yeah. So they didn't teach you. No, they just shook hands I mean, like just Vikings. Kind of they learned grabbed each other's forearms. I was taught to, to shake like a Viking. I had to unlearn. Oh really? <laughs> no. That's so no. sweet. Okay, so this it's this adorable. this big rumble happened in 2008 um, on the premiere tour that you're on. Have you been in a fight ever since 2008? Oh man. That's nine years kind ago. Of. I, yeah. I mean, nothing to that scale, it sounds like. But I mean, damn, when was 2008? It was almost 10 years ago, Chris. We're flying. We're flying through space, man. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think of and, when the and other... You're a Ninja was. Turtles fan. I am. You've got a gigantic Ninja Turtles tattoo that I can see right now. That's actually all I can see. I can't even see you. I only see... <laughs> The sickle, right? That's what it is? No, it's Sif- Raphael. It's a sigh. 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 Sickle. Sigh. Sigh. My middle name's Raphael, so I identify with Raphael. Oh, perfect. Yeah. He's cool but rude. <laughs> um, he was the shit, man. Um, yeah. I mean, I, we also got in a, a scrap out in uh, Sydney, Australia with like this Maori dude. And uh, I don't know whether it was after that or before that, but... Uh, I feel like it was before it. And it was like this dude, this dude came up out of nowhere and it was like, this story's bizarre as shit, but I'll tell it. 
<laughs> so the story is super bizarre. Um, we're skating at Martin's place. It's late at night, but we're all skating still. And it's a fallen tour, I think, or a zero tour. Um, no, it's fallen. Okay. So it was a fallen tour. And we're, we're there. And, uh, and this Maori dude just grabs uh, Tommy Sandoval and just pulls Tommy's like shirt over his head and just starts punching him. And it has like, there's zero reason for him to do it. Um, just starts beating him up. And Tommy's like... Where were you guys at? We were at Martin's Place, which is like a skate spot, um, right next to this fountain. Okay. And Tommy's just shooting a photo, like basically shooting a selfie of the fountain. And this dude just basically bum rushes him, pulls his shirt over his head, starts punching him and like, f- like trying to throw him over the railing into the fountain. And so smashes his back against the railing and then just walks away like, like talking shit like it was like a real fight, like there was some reason to do it. He came and out of just came out of nowhere. Tommy out didn't of nowhere. see it coming at no, all. Not there was, at all. And there was no was reason. This like a culturally significant fountain and yeah, offensive. Taking pictures of it. No, I'll, I'll explain. And so, have anything culturally. And so this is super bizarre. But we, uh, I like hear about it. I'm fucking pissed. So I run after him because I'm just like, you know what? Like no, like you can't just pull that shit and just get away with it. That's fucked up, you know? And Tommy's awesome. And He's Tommy's awesome. Guy. He's yeah. my dog. But, like, I mean, he just got his, like, spine, like, <laughs> hit into this fucking guardrail and shit. So he's, like, dealing with the fact that he just, like, got his spine ran into, some, like, yeah. something. I was like, that's not fucking cool. You know what I mean? Like, because if the dude squared off with Tommy, Tommy's tough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Tommy's um, a pretty big guy, right? Totally. He's, and he's just, he has, like, muscles on his face and shit. Um <laughs> So uh, I chase after the dude, and like Joey Shigeo comes with me and Billy Marks and stuff, and I run into this dude like down the street, and we're kind of like in front of a store, like an alcove in front of the store, and there's no one around, and this dude gets all hard ass like, "You fucking want to go?" And I was just like, I wanted answers first <laughs> because I like really wanted him to give me some reason to not beat him up, and. Uh, and I was just like, hey, man, like, explain the whole thing. You fucking beat up my friend for absolutely no reason. Like, what the fuck? And so he goes, this is fucking the weirdest part. He goes from being super hard ass to being flamboyantly gay Whoa. in like two seconds. And so the dude that he's with is his boyfriend. And I guess the Maori that I'm talking to um, just like just came out. And that's like his his boyfriend right so he has like this hard ass attitude of like you know fucking just being being like a a fighter but then he also has like this new relationship and like the flamboyancy of you know being a gay male and so he's like he goes and starts going we were just having a bit of fun like it's not even a big deal and i was just like <laughs> Okay. Uh nah, you just jumped <laughs> Who am on I my talking You to? just jumped on my friend. You're you're you beat him up. It's fucked up. Like you better have some fucking reason and he's just like he's like fuck that shit and goes straight back into being a hard ass. Here we throws go. his backpack off and is like you want to fucking go like and there's now it's gathered a crowd of like skaters and stuff. So you, and, did you have your board with you? Uh I mean, I do I, all you dudes like does Joey? Yeah, and Billy? everybody's okay. got everybody's got boards, but I kicked mine away, and I was just like, um, 
was like, dude, you don't fucking want this shit. And he's like, I'll fucking take all four of you with your fucking skateboards. I was just like, dude, <laughs> that's not fucking happening at all. You're like, you'll fucking die. Like, I'll fight you by myself. How's about that? And then he like has his backpack off, gets all fucking like swole up, like ready to fucking fight, puts up his fucking fist, like so fucking confident that he's about to kick my ass too. And I, I look at him and I get into like a kicking stance, like ready to fucking fight him. Yeah. And he sees that I know something that he doesn't know. <laughs> and the look in his eyes is, uh, this was uh, I'll never forget it. I'll never forget the look in his fucking eyes. Just um, failure before the first move. Totally. And he like puts up his fucking, he like tries to like pretend that he knows martial arts at that point. And I was just like, this is, this is so, this is over. And, uh, <laughs> and so I just like, you know, just kick him like, like proper kicks and like the side of his thigh and um, like right kick, left kick, like a couple times. And then he, realizes he's not even going to get in punching distance from me. Yeah. So he like dives in to try to fucking like, to like tackle me. And I just, I just slip his body, grab him by the shirt. And so now his, his left arm is over my left shoulder. I have him by the collar of his shirt and I'm basically right next to him and just punching him with my right hand, like down onto his jaw from the side of his body and there's not much he can fucking do about it because his arm is like just stuck up in the sky. And uh, I remember, I remember like punching this dude, and like I hit him once, and I was like, mm, "That's not the spot." In my brain, I'm like, "I do it again," and I'm like, "I can do better." And then I hit him again, <laughs> and I was just like, "That's the spot." Surprising, this dude's not knocking out. Hit him again, and I'm just like, "I mean, he's like." This guy's probably never been knocked out. Like all these things are going through my brain as I'm readjusting punches, and then, um, and then I just pull him into a, like a full just choke choke out with his arm up in the air, and uh, oh, so like you're you're full like yeah dad his, yeah his arms <laughs> dad his, like you've done yeah. something horrible get him oh my god yeah so his straight. arms yeah. up in the air and he's just being choked and uh, and. <laughs> All these dudes were like saying my name, so he knew what my last name was, and so. Well, they were chanting Chris Cole. No, they were just Cole. like I don't know what happened, but like somehow, like he knew my last name because of, like people were saying it, and so I could hear him like kind of like get it out, like that he wanted no more by saying my name, and so I just let him go. It was basically a tap out. I just Her, his boyfriend didn't jump in at all? No, his boyfriend didn't jump in because Billy was standing directly next to his boyfriend when his boyfriend was about to jump in. And Billy goes, if you jump in, I'm going to hit you over the back of the head with this board so fucking hard. And so he basically just had to stand there like, yeah, yeah, yeah. shit, yeah. you know? Yeah. Billy is small but mighty. That's right. He's, he's, you know, he's, <laughs> he's down. He's down to go. Um, but yeah, like, I mean, it was... The it was a perfect situation because a I didn't get punched b I got to teach him a lesson and that's like really what I wanted to do anyway yeah and then like I mean I probably broke his jaw but I didn't like I didn't choke him to sleep he's yeah. not like 
he's not like throwing up and choking on it. Like, I mean, like so it all worked out. Did any an, like better answers ever come out about why he attacked Tommy in the first place? Like was yes. that ever discussed or oh, figured yeah. out? Yes. So I forgot that part of it. So the reason why I know it's a new relationship is because the boyfriend admitted that he just wanted to see his big, tough Maori boyfriend get in a fight for his birthday. Because it was his birthday, uh, and he wanted to see his oh, man be a man. On. And so his man decided to jump somebody at random, and that was Tommy. Wait, you did, think he would have picked Billy, like being the smaller <laughs> yeah. one. Yeah, punk the little yeah. guy. I, I know. I, of all the people you picked, Tommy, like, come on, man. Like, there's so many other people. There were, like, 12-year-old skaters around. You could have just, like, punted one. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, like, ran up it and just kicked just... one. <laughs> That was a really strange situation. It was it was bizarre. It was super bizarre. I think some something people should take away from this, just generally in life, don't try and fight skateboarders. Yeah, because we don't come do in that. packs. Well, also like, <laughs> well, also it's we're gonna take the beating. You know, <laughs> yeah. I've had I've had friends back in like high school who would just like get beat up, and then dude would be like tired from beating him up, and then walk away. To my friend hopping up, like, that's all you got? <laughs> and the guy comes back, beats him up some more, leaves because his fucking arm is tired. And he's just like, you're a pussy. <laughs> and he comes back and beats him up. Or it's like a car full of dudes. He's like in a ditch after getting beat up. And he gets up like, like fuck you, pussies. Like <laughs> throw something at the car. They beat him up again. <laughs> it's like, yeah. It's like you guys are getting in like physical crashes all day all the every time day so you're just yeah. kind of used to taking the beating especially once your adrenaline spikes once your adrenaline spikes you're just like autopilot yeah it's autopilot like go ahead get some tattoos while you're at it like just <laughs> everything that you don't everything that kind of sucks walk across some hot coals if you need to oh yeah just all that shit get get some piercings real quick <laughs> <laughs> Finally, yeah. go and get those nipple piercings <laughs> you've you been always, waiting. Yeah, you've always wanted. Yeah, you've yeah. been talking about for years. Yep, <laughs> dude. It's funny that that's like my crazy. My crazy stories are fights because I never get in fights because it never makes anything right. They never see it your way, so it seems pointless. Yeah, you don't strike me as the kind of guy that would choose a fight. Oh but no, you also strike me as the kind of person that you wouldn't want to stumble into a fight with yeah yeah again the viking sort of i think that that's kind of like the dude though that you don't want to fight is the guy who like doesn't want to fight yeah you know the guy who because that was my my, you have to instigate him well that's the thing like you know i'm kind of the guy who'll like i'll front kick you in the face (laughs) while while crying because you made me so upset (laughs) that i had to front kick you in the face you know like why'd you make me do that yeah this sucks (laughs) <laughs> I felt so bad after beating up the one dude in Australia too. I felt so fucking bad. I like went back to the van and everybody's like super pumped that it just happened. I was like, Oh no, man, I kind of feel like a dick. Like I kind of feel like a bully, you know, like did he deserve it? And I remember Jamie being like, he 100% deserved it. Does, do you ever like, see oh. Jamie get in a fight? Oh man. We gotta get Jamie on here. I think Jamie would you be a great get guest. Jamie. Dude, I mean, Jamie remembers he, he would be down details too. about like crazy times also seems too. Like a guy you He's seen really a, wanna... 
No, Jamie's. Fight with. No, you wouldn't want to. Yeah, you see Jamie shirtless. He's, he's pretty he's, scary, man. He's really strong and he's super rambunctious. Like if you wrestle with him, like it's impo- it's impossible. To Again, get him. Bama strength. Like, try to get him off the ground is like he's so like sturdy with it. He knows how to wrestle like really well. Yeah. I think he he has like a ton of siblings, you know. Yeah. So he's yeah he's fully he's a, he's a scrapper. I he, think a lot of the old school skaters is kind of like scrappy. You know, dudes that had skated before skating was like cool. Yeah. You know, like because the they dudes. were getting beat up by the jocks. Totally. Well, you had to be kind of counterculture to skate at that point. Like yeah. you had to like really stand your ground. Like this is who I am, and like the jocks would try to fight you, and people drive by like, "Fuck you, skater!" Like, you know. And if you said something back, then like the car jocks try to fight you. It's like you had to really like stand on your own back then. Nowadays, it's like dudes are like. You know, dressing like Bruno Mars and shit. And you're like, <laughs> you're like, wow, little dance things have changed. Here and there. Things have changed. Fedoras. I see, I've been seeing a lot of fedoras in skateboarding. Really? Jesus no. Christ. You I was like, Bruno wait, Mars I missed something. Immediately went fedora. <laughs> oh, my. I was just like, oh, shit, is this happening right now? Like, yeah, yeah. how far removed am I? Because <laughs> I haven't seen fedoras in a while. We're lucky. I think Nick Merlino is the only one that I've seen at any point. With the fedora. Let's go. Come oh, on. Oh, Greg. Come on. Yeah, there we go. I mean, he, uh, <laughs> at least when he was doing it, it was like his own shit, you know? You know, a point of difference. Sure. Everyone's got to be different, you know? I mean, really. I mean, that, but that in and of itself is great to be like different. But, but I think it's important to make sure that like what you're doing is still like stylish. So I feel like <laughs> well, style yeah. nowadays is like really bizarre because dudes are like, they want this like, different kit and it's like super fashion forward but it doesn't look good and if it doesn't look good it's just like yeah nobody's done this before there's a fucking reason because it looks stupid if you can figure out something that doesn't look stupid then you're fashion forward and you're kicking ass dylan reader fashion forward yeah nobody else was doing it in skating and it fucking looked good yeah well, now you, the worse you look, the cooler you are for every, all the fashion stuff. It's like you got to look yeah. really crap. Like all the girls just like the hair's all disheveled and you're kind of looking greasy and like you haven't yeah. showered for a month. And then you got the Jankos going and then you've got like maybe some Tevas and then you've got the thing. Totally. And you're like, oh, this is fashion. Well, also like <laughs> here's like here's my outfit. It shows none of what makes me a female. <laughs> like aren't I attractive? And you're like. Yeah, I was like attracted to, you know, a woman, but I, I honestly have no clue what's going on because yeah. you're dressed like a pillowcase. <laughs> you're dressed like my dad, <laughs> not my mom, but you're dressed like my dad. <laughs> it's weird. It's giant uh, white New Balances. <laughs> Every day, dude, straight up, giant white New Balances. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Bright white nursing shoes. Mm-hmm. Kirkland. <laughs> oh shit. Yeah, or like head shoes. <laughs> like the fucking worst company. <laughs> it's like a, a dickhead for a logo. <laughs> so uh what what uh so Hava, you, you like to ask the questions like at the end, like how things kinda Yeah, so I mean any big learnings from your fights across the globe that you've taken away, like <laughs> now that you're a father, now that you have maybe a more mature point of view. Any advice you'd give to anyone that is either going out looking for a fight or oh, yeah. stumbling their Jesus way into a Christ. fight? Would you advise people to just 
steer clear of fighting or would you say uh, if somebody's getting a little lippy like let them know <laughs> there are there are two ways i feel about it i feel like when you're younger and it's like a nice even fight where like you're just like kind of siamese headlocks and you know somebody gets a fat lip just do that you know what i mean don't retaliate <laughs> the beef there's way. there's like the only reason that you will ever fight should be very honorable and it should just be a very blue collar rough like like we're going to settle this with our hands like men outside and it's even and when you're done you help the dude up if he's on the ground or he helps you up and you basically like hug it out and it's just like hey man respect because that's how it was when I was a kid it was always that it was like you ended up like having respect for the other person after you fought and mainly because it wasn't like filmed and tagged on world star and oh. like it wasn't some yeah. like super super like low down dirty deed you know like i always wanted to be on the on the side that was correct the side that was like the good side you know i wasn't starting a fight by any means and so i'm not like out there going like let's fucking take it but like the dude swings on me and then it's a fight and then at the end of it it's like we're cool you know yeah. otherwise there's no purpose to do it it's like don't like you don't agree with that person you fight and you don't agree with that person at the end and they're inconsequential to your life where does that get anyone we yeah, what the fuck are you even doing it for it's like yeah the dude's still gonna suck after that he's not gonna be like, man i really need to contemplate my life after that fight fucking changed my changed my whole perspective without words <laughs> like, we didn't even talk about it and now i'm just a better person <laughs> for all the punches <laughs> really knocked some sense into me yeah so you're saying uh you could keep it classy basically <laughs> yeah know how to fight know how to fight and then try your best to avoid the fight that's pretty much what you want to do. That's how I want to teach my kids. I want to teach my kids like to have like a a Brad Pitt's like from Snatch right hand, yeah, like just an iron fist, and then tell them never to use it. Yeah, yeah. you know, <laughs> like to get out. Like I want you to use this if somebody tries to kidnap you, or somebody is swinging on you currently and you can't get away. Actually, if somebody swings on you, fucking just light them up because they shouldn't fucking swing on you. Yeah. Tell you the truth. I actually tell my son that shit all the time. <laughs> and it's like, hey, maybe that's really bad, but like, I don't know. That's dad advice too. That's dad advice. I mean, really, it's, it's, it's great dad advice, especially like with kids nowadays. I feel like there's, there's like zero tolerance because like fighting is, a fuck, fighting is a fucking problem. But at the same time, we shelter our kids so goddamn much that like, they're like complaining about bullying when bullying isn't even bullying. And, yeah, then, and then it cheapens, it cheapens the actual times when people are like, yo, I'm being bullied. And it's like, yeah, I've heard that before. It's like, no, but like for real, like this shit sucks. Everything's yeah. just digital now. Everything's just like cruel <sighs> and digital. I know. And everybody's so positive, but it's not, re <laughs> but it's not real. I, I, I like a realness to my positivity. Like if you can like, if you can be positive but not be boring, that's important. And then if you can be positive and at the same time, like, you're being real about it. You know, it's pretty easy to, like, like 
It's just not a ne- blind optimism. Yeah. Never stop, never stopping if like you were bred to be a, a fucking star as like a kid in like fucking Los Angeles and everything was laid out for you perfectly and you had all the runway you needed to start these businesses. It's like, never stop, never stop. And it's just like, yeah, dude, like, <laughs> fuck you, you know? <laughs> like, uh, thanks for the positivity, but like, I can't relate to that shit. But Here's the you, Philly coming out. Yeah, oh, well, that's <laughs> that's just the, the truth right there. Yeah, yeah, you no, know? I'm a big sure. fan of that truth. Yeah, it's good, it's great. Yeah, because, I mean, dude, I go on Instagram, it's just like every single person has some like, positive words of wisdom for the day and no I'm just like unless you've seen some shit <laughs> don't give me any positive words of wisdom yeah. because you don't know what the fuck you're talking about you ever been to nam yeah <laughs> <laughs> totally there's no rules <laughs> this isn't nam walter there are rules <laughs> well i like all this advice i like that we got some dad advice and some life advice yeah and i do agree well, kids need to learn how to kick some ass right I mean, for real. True. Lesson yeah. learned. I have a Stay good... away from fights unless yeah. you have that iron fist Yeah. and you need to use it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it really should be... Well, that's what martial arts is, right? Mm-hmm. Like, if you take away the arts, it's just martial and it's just beat everybody's ass. Yeah. Martial arts, started, like, teaches you how to defend yourself. And that's, that's the word. Defend yourself. What, what Bruce Lee movie do you think people should watch since you mentioned him? Oh, man. Well, it's funny because there's like there's a a bunch of greats, but Enter the Dragon is mm-hmm. like my jam. Yeah, I mean there's a there's a move where they're like fighting in the courtyard. They have like they have like sparring out front, and uh, and Bruce Lee does this move on this like and the homeboy runs up and tries to do like a spinning kick on Bruce Lee, and Bruce Lee just drops to his back and just fucking straight kicks him in the nuts like it is. <laughs> brilliant yeah. it's such a badass move plus they had to slow down the film because he was so goddamn fast yeah that's pretty sick oh, what a thug <laughs> what a thug yeah fully That's it for this episode of The Stance Podcast. Thank you for listening. And if you want to keep up with Chris Cole, you can follow him on Instagram at Chris Cobra Cole. And if you like the show, make sure you subscribe and leave us a comment and let us know how we're doing and make sure you rate us. And until next time, thanks for listening.